You're listening to Fireside Chats Without the Fires podcast, where customer experience enthusiasts are inspired by our weekly CX practitioners and thought leaders who share their insights and knowledge. And now, here are your hosts, Neil Toff and Paul Catherall. I have more questions I'm going to ask you, but these are going to delve in a little bit, uh, not just about the book, I think you talk about some of them. Uh, but kind of industry-wide, customer care, CX community-wide, if that's okay. So one of the things I did in preparing for today's interview, I certainly looked at your website, and I went to Amazon. Because in my memory, I've read a lot of your stuff. I may not have read cover to cover, but I flip, I look, when I have a specific question, I go and search. I have a lot of these books in my office. If you go to your Amazon Prime this is Amazon Prime. I have a Prime subscriber. You do a search for Brad Friedman, and there's, it seems like a hundred books show up with your name on them. There's one thing among all these amazing books that stands out to me. In 1999, the first edition of Call Center Management on Fast Forward was published. 20 years later, in 2019, the fourth edition was published. was published. The, the only, only difference is, believe, I believe, that the term call center evolved into contact center, contact center management on fast forward. And here we are in 2021. The book that you've just written has nothing to do with call center or contact center. The title of it is Leading the Customer Experience. I'm fascinated by the evolution of the terminology in and of itself, but also of your work. We all we probably all got pigeonholed a long time ago. We were call center guys and gals. Now, then we became, later we became contact center people. And now we're customer experience people. Share a little bit of wisdom about that, about the evolution of terms and the opening up of the community. Yeah. Well, I think two things. One is just the organizations I've had the privilege to run, one being ICMI, um, the International Customer Management Institute. Customer experience has to be front and center. Um, it's it's everything. It's product. It's brand. It's promises. So, so if you lead a group, if you lead a, an organization, customer experience is 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 something you're you're thrust into uh, willingly or uh, begrudgingly, but it, it's a part of any CEO's world. The other thing, though, is contact centers. You know, anyone gets into customer experience through some path. You don't just start there uh, out of university. Um, you come up through marketing. You come up through engineering. Um, you come up through, you know, product development or, or customer service. And contact centers, there, there's probably no better place in the organization to have visibility on what's going on across the organization. And, and I'll give you a quick story, an example. I I worked with a consumer products company um, some years ago now that they had a, a contact center that was a dreadful place to work. Their turnover was really high. It was just an awful operation. They had a new director and he asked if I'd come in and spend some time with them. And he's like, I, I could do about anything and it's only going to get better here because it's it's dreadful. Um, and, and it's consumer products. It's simple. They're They're handling, as one of their employees put it, a lot of complaints all day. So how valuable could that be? And they're there just to get their foot in the door and get onto another job. Well, they started, you know, as a part of their turnaround effort, they started looking at how they could add value to the organization. They started looking at call drivers. And one of the things they discovered is 11% of the contacts they were getting on one of their spray cleaning products 
was because the cap was hard to remove. So consumers would buy it, they'd take it home, they'd force the cap off and shear off the spray nozzle and they'd throw it away. And, and, and a very small percent contacted them. And, and yeah, it was a gripe. I just spent five bucks on this. I can't even use it. So they sent coupons and made it right. But they went to their shipping or their packaging supplier, showed them this data and they redesigned the cap. And, and those contacts just went away. Like, ah, um, what else can we do? They went on to create, they, they were the catalyst behind a brand new product line. They were working with marketing on brand promises and angles. Uh, they were they were with IT on, on processes and, and how the inner workings of this organization was impacting customer experience. One of their senior, one of their um, uh, senior level leaders uh, told me, you know, that that contact center has become the secret sauce to our research and development. So contact centers can be a, 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 a key part of customer experience if we're using them, if we're really harnessing that strategic potential. So can marketing, so can engineering, so can these other areas. The, and, and the organizations that get the furthest down the road harness all of the potential in all of these areas to, to create a, an overall focus that's very powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Paul and I, as I think you know, we're contact center guys. So it's great to hear the, the importance of the contact center definitely plays. And when done right, yeah, we can be the secret sauce. But man, when we don't do it right, it can be the... You hear about it. Want to call. Yeah, yeah, you hear about it. That's a nice way of saying it. Oh, you know what it is? I know. Uh, a client of mine who's also in consumer products, she described the contact center as the one at the end of the parade that are cleaning up the you-know-what on the street. Sometimes, unfortunately, that's what we do, but you're right. The work of the contact center is definitely critical, but as we've discovered this contact in this customer experience work, we're just an element of it. Well, that's right. And with, with digital transformation that every organization is focused on at some level and customer experience initiatives being a, an umbrella over that effort, um, the, the contacts that, that are handled by contact centers are really already level two. You know, customers have searched, they've, they've used online tools, we've got new technology capabilities working alongside of us. And if they turn into an interaction with, with an agent, um, they're at a higher level or there's a higher level emotional um, component to it. Um, they're, they're more valuable to the organization, to the customer. So, so they're more important contacts than ever. And they're still there. The, the simple stuff's been offloaded or prevented or automated. Um, so we've got to get them right. And they give us incredible visibility into um, what's happening with our customers and, and with our organization. I want to go back to one thing you said earlier. And I mean, definitely made notes of this when I was reading the book. It shocked me that you said, and you just definitely mentioned it a few minutes ago in this interview, that the term customer experience will likely go away. The core principles of it won't go away. They will be there forever. Yeah. But you're right. We've seen these incredible buzzwords. It's call center, contact center, continuous improvement, product re-engineering, re-engineering. There was nothing any better than total quality management um, in its day. And, and some of the old timers can go back and blow the dust off the three ring binders that had all the flow charts and graphs. And, you know, that, that, that was it. And then re-engineering, we got to re-engineer and that was, that was it. And then CRM, how, how do you get better than that? Customer relationship management. And, and the term's still out there. 
uh, but it's it's not as you know not as front and center as customer experience. The the term won't be around forever. You know, we're too eager to be forward thinking and move on to the next thing. Um, and I say we, I don't want to be presumptuous, uh, but but as you know, across the business and government, you know, commercial private landscape, we we jump on the next thing, and and it'll, it'll come along. It'll be something that captures our fancy, but the principles don't go away. Get the principles in place and they'll serve you well. Yeah, yeah. Would you take a stab at what do you think that next term would be or that's just too, too, too difficult to predict? I don't know. Um, that would stump me. I, I don't I don't know. You see you see different, you know, branches of, of customer experience right now. And there's just the, the you know digital transformation is is an example. It's a term that's kind of a, an offshoot of customer experience. And if we make things digital, first of all, we can prevent a lot of work that we'd otherwise have to handle. We've got a clean interface. We've got a, a platform that works across the organization. Um, so, you know, digital transformation and, and the terms around that effort are, are emerging rapidly. But digital transformation is just a form of customer, or it should be just a form of customer experience. It's got to be focused on our customers. So I don't know, that's a great question. One that Fireside Chats that user, can, can, can answer as, as, as these episodes continue to, that one. to come out. I'll, yeah. I'll, th I'll throw in my two cents. I think user experience is going to become more and more important. It may not become the term, but as things become more and more automated, more and more driven through apps, uh, less and less contact with humans and more with automation, I think that user experience the interaction, the interaction with uh, pieces of technology, and I think that's going to play more and more role. That's a good one. Sometimes these terms get hijacked by specific segments of the of the economy or of, of what's happening in, in the software sector or the, the tech industry or this or that, and they kind of become, um, you know, customer success is a term that's largely being applied to software and support and subscriptions. And, and, and so we'll see, you know, we'll see how these terms um, settle in. That, that's one of the roles of a customer experience leader is to, is, is to create a, a common language in your organization so that, you know, you're, you're speaking, you're speaking about the same things. You're focused on the same things, whatever the terms that you're, you're, you use. A few more few questions, questions for you. I promise we're not going to keep you until three weeks from now, although we've got so many things we'd like to ask you and talk about. But uh, oh, this we'll, is, we'll try to start, start to wind this one down. But this is, this is a lot of fun. Yeah, I can't let you go without asking you about automation. What do you believe the role of automation is in this CX ecosystem? Great question. So in some cases, we can completely automate um, a a segment of our our work a part of our a part of our work think of checking in for a flight as you're on the way to the airport um who wants to even go to a kiosk anymore um easy peasy um in other cases we need automation to work alongside us and i'm thinking of you know some insurance and financial environments i'm working with now that you know they're they're complex they they need that experience the that a seasoned professional brings to the conversation, but having calculations alongside them, having AI and, and machine learning help identify and authenticate customers and get them to the right place. Um, all of that is, is terrific. So 
Um, it really depends. Are we, um, you know, I, I would look at, I would, you know, Steve Jobs, the late Steve Jobs quote, start with customer experience and then go back to what that, what the technology should look like to support that. So many things to think through in that. All right. A few more questions for you as we wind down. These are kind of rapid fire questions. Just kind of see what one word or snappy answer you can come up with just, just for fun. You're not going to be held accountable for any of these responses. If I were to ask you, favorite CX metric? I like customer effort score where it, and, and that it's that layer below that's so important that leads to that. But um, I do like customer effort score in, in environments where there's customer effort involved. I love it. I love it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm applauding. applauding. I'm not, you can't hear it, but I'm applauding. <laughs> uh, if I were to ask you, outsource or in-house? Oh, you're, you're going to love this answer. It's, I, I'm going to sound like a consultant. It depend, It really does depend. You, you just have to know more about what we're trying to do, what the environment is. I just, I still want to push you on that one, but I'll take it for right now. Because otherwise we're going to spend another three days on this one. It depends. Yeah. I, I don't love giving that answer, but I, I would be, um, I would be committing malpractice if I, if I gave a, a definite without knowing about the environment, it really does depend. Fair enough. Fair enough. Onshore, Onshore, near shore. <laughs> it, it depends on that one as well. We're global follow the sun organization, a big IT organization. Absolutely have services that that, that are available to your customers 24-7. And that's probably going to mean a, a global network. That that makes a lot of sense. You're, and as languages are, are a part of the mix and um, specific markets, um, you're going to have a global network. Makes sense for others that that might not make sense. Perfect. Um, I'm going to stop peppering you with those silly type of questions. Final one for you. Really, this is for the benefit of the audience. What should the audience do? Buy your book. Follow you on LinkedIn. Follow you on Twitter. What's the best way to consume Bradley? Oh, I'd be honored to connect. You know, in in any of those ways. Um, Maybe bradcleveland.com, the website, is a is a good good way to get my contact information. I'd love to connect on LinkedIn, and you know, I, I love this this community. And and Paul, you and I have have um, or Neil, you and I have been around you know this space for a while, and and have seen the good things that happen when you know like minds come together and share experiences. So yeah, I'd be honored to connect in in any of those channels. Super. So we're going to wrap this up. Final reminder, leading the customer experience, how to chart a course and deliver outstanding results. Get the Kindle edition. It's what I got. It's easy. It takes seconds to download. It's just there. Get it. Great price point. It's easy. The return on that investment in time and the purchase is worth it. That's my two cents. I'm, just, I'm in the middle of reading it. I'm learning a lot. The stories are sensational. I'm taking a lot from it. That's and my two cents recommendation, recommendations to the readers. Um, I'm already I'm following, following Brad. Brad. I received, I think, I think a weekly or periodic email, email this morning about customer experience. Uh, I enjoyed the tips. There's great things to, to learn from Brad. Brad, it was a pleasure having you. Thank you for honoring us uh, with spending time and allowing us to be a jumping off point to share with the CX community about the publishing of your new book and now the availability. It's uh, meaningful for me. Paul, it makes us feel like we're buzzing that we get to share that with you and with our audience. 
Really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Oh, such a privilege, Neil. And you are a bright light. You and Paul are bright lights in this, you know, in, in the whole customer experience, customer service space, and been a honor and privilege to have this time with you. Thanks for the work you do. Thank you so much. Thank you. Audience, you heard it. Right, Cleveland, go to his website, connect with him, read his book, read his books, plural. There's a ton of them out there. They're thought-provoking. You will learn significantly from them. This is season two, episode 14, with Brad Cleveland, again, sharing the great news of his book. Please read it. Please purchase it. Please download it. Please follow Brad. Uh, and you will see as you consume his Wisdom, it is well worth your time. It is a investment you got to make if you're in the CX community. Brad, thank you once again. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much, Neil. You too. The episode is over, but the conversation continues. Please rate and review us in Apple Podcasts. Post a comment and subscribe to stay on the leading edge of customer experience. To get in touch or be a guest, follow us on Twitter at ChatsFires or on LinkedIn or in your podcast repository of choice. Thank you.